heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. This week we're playing Minimum Rage, the game that combines Empire Records with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Young creative folks in dead-end jobs are also forced to fight monsters. It's a fun and lighthearted game, but made all the much more fun because this week I am joined by the Queens of Adventure. If you don't know the Queens, they run a podcast slash live show of their own about drag queens playing Dungeons and Dragons. We put our own twist on Minimum Rage, setting it in a drag club, making up our own universe around it. And I think you'll agree, it was radical. Before we get to the show, I want to remind everyone that Campaign Skyjacks is back. If you've been holding off on listening to Courier's Call until it was complete, now is your chance to listen. And if you've just been waiting for your main crew of Sky Pirates to return, they are back now. So be sure to drop by the campaign podcast feed and listen in. With all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First up, we've got Freya Love. Oh my God. Hi, heroes. How are you? Freya, thank you for joining us on One Shot. We'll get to talking about your your own podcast uh, and performances that you do soon, but kind of as an icebreaker, because we're going to be playing Minimum Rage, which is like Empire Records meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And our twist is we're going to be setting it at a drag club. So my question for you and everybody in the group, I'll give you some time to think this over as well, is which diva should have had a monster fighting like movie series of, of her own? Like who would have just nailed that role in your opinion? Okay, first of all, I love Maximum Rage. Uh, <laughs> but okay, so I'm a little partial to Madonna because I'm also a Madonna impersonator. But I mean, I think Cher, since she's like an incredible actress, nothing on Madonna, but I mean, how many awards has she won? Um, <laughs> wow. No shade, but no shade. Actually, but I mean, a like, lot of shade when you think uh, about it. <laughs> but I think Cher would be like a kick ass, like uh, Demon Slayer. I could see that. I could see Cher like wielding some sort of like baseball bat full of nails or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, <laughs> In her turn back time outfit, just like whooping ooh, some major uh-huh. ass. Am I allowed to cuss? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, this good, is a cuss friendly show. Perfect, because that's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, next, uh, we're going to be moving on to Butylene. Welcome to One Shot. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy to have you. Uh, same question to you. If you were to cast a diva in the role of a monster slayer in perhaps a film franchise or, I don't know, direct-to-TV like video, <laughs> I, I don't know exactly where in their various careers this is happening. Yeah, um, like straight-to-VHS kind of series. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be great. Yeah, grindhouse style. Right. Uh, what? what uh, which diva would you pick? I'd love to see Dolly Parton be like this, like Fuck. Appalachian, like mountain slaying, you know, monster killer. You know, with like this coat of many colors. It's like a cloak of invisibility or something. <laughs> I love. I love this. I, I'm, I'm picturing like '70s era Dolly Parton yeah. where. There's like lots of gory monster fighting, like tons of fake blood, but also musical numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's and like an Elvis kind of, movie. Or just kind of like top heavy, bubbly, <laughs> you know, but just like kicking ass with her guitar. Hollywood, these ideas are free right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, we're going to come to Matt Baum. Matt, Hello. welcome to One Shot. 
Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm very excited to have you here. Before uh, we have you plug uh, Queens of Adventure, mm. I would like to hear which diva you would cast as a role of a monster slayer. Oh my goodness, I'm obsessed with this question. Um, Shirley Bassey is the first name that came to mind. I <gasps> because uh, she like first of all she could just like supply her own like hype music as she's like going into <laughs> ba- like every single note she sings sounds like oh my god something's coming to get me. Um, and I just like there's this she has this cover of Get This Party Started uh, that's yeah. that exact same song by the way like that is that is her battle music that right. plays uh, so yeah either Shirley Bassey or this is this is a deep cut Maria Callas uh, a, a soprano a op- opera soprano who, oh wow again like this insane voice and like her power is just to move you instantly to tears Ooh, yeah. you know that fun at parties you know everyone to tears right it's her party trick yeah <laughs> Uh, I want to hear, Matt, about Queens of Adventure, because oh, yes. uh, this is a bit of a crossover that we're doing right now. Uh, yeah. Almost a cross dressover. <laughs> <laughs> Very nearly. <laughs> we're doing, uh, yeah, so uh, Queens of Adventure is a comedy action narrative podcast and occasionally live show. Uh, we're based in Seattle, and uh, yeah, we have drag queens playing Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. So. Hey. Yeah, and Butylene and Freya are two of our heroes, our oh, heroes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've been, uh, we started as a live show, oh, probably about two and a bit years ago. Um, and uh, we have done like a lot of live performances. And then eventually we're like, let's see if we can make a, a show, a podcast out of this. And so we started with Queens of Adventure recording some episodes and putting them out. We've been going for about a year and a bit. And uh, it's, oh my gosh, we're coming up on two years, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. Oh Uh, my goodness. I think it was August that we started the live show two years ago. Yeah, yeah. And then we started the podcast. uh, Well, I guess we started the podcast. uh, It was around May or June, yeah. So yeah, we've got like shady wigs and uh, a lot of please welcome to the stage jokes and a lot of musical references. Oh my gosh, so much. All of the musical references. Somebody said that if you combined um, Lord of the Rings and Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, <gasps> like that is the show. That <laughs> is <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're going for. Uh, well, good. That, that sounds like a delight. Um so the game that we're playing today is called Minimum Rage. Uh, it is by Adam Vass. It is a retail horror RPG that we're going to be putting a twist on. Essentially, it combines working at a somewhat dead-end job where you are kind of uh, young and maybe not fully invested in work and fighting monsters. So like when when I knew that y'all were coming on the show and I was looking for a game to play, this called out to me because I love the idea of y'all together kind of running a drag club that is also a front in some ways for a monster fighting operation because <laughs> that seems very appealing to me. Uh, but in order to do this, uh, we have to come up with characters for y'all. And this game does have classes, but it recommends you redo the class archetypes for uh, like their your, your specific scenarios because you know they recommend. Okay, well, what if you wanted to do this at a convenience store? What if you wanted to do this at a record store? What if you wanted to do this at a community college? So what we're going to do is take the archetypes, which are team leader, superhero, graphic novelist, uh, regular customer, gamer, and zinester, and we're going to reskin them uh, maybe to be appropriate to a drag club setting. Now, the leader, this is the person who is in charge. The first term that called out to me was like a queen bee sort Mm. of a situation. Mm. Uh, This is a person who, you know, 
is organizing everything behind the scenes, but I also am not immersed in drag culture, and I would love to hear uh, different ideas if y'all had those. We're basically soaking in it, so. <laughs> it's Some of it has flowed into the room. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, like just a loft. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds like, like a drag mother sort of. Yeah. Oh, oh like yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Uh, so what would that be? Like mother or? Yeah, like mother, mother of the, the house. house. Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Perfect. That is it. So uh, for the leader archetype, we have the mother of the house. Uh, then it comes to the superhero. Superhero is like kind of the tough bouncer role. Mm. Um, oh, I like that. Like, yeah, you you are the one who is most likely to break out that baseball bat and wade into that sea of zombies to fight them off. Mm. Uh, we would call her a beast. Beast. Ooh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, then we've got uh, the graphic novelist or the nerd. If you're in a record store, they're the vinyl purist. It's somebody who like knows the most about things, but like specializes in, in theater queen. Oh, yes. oh yeah, yes, or like art queen. You know, so, yeah, theater theater queen's good though. Mm. Yeah. Then we have the regular, uh, I'm I, I see a regular customer. Yeah, woo girl, woo girl. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. Also known as the basic bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and no shade. We love them. We're glad that they come oh, yeah. out. We're glad Absolutely. that they tip. I, I, Gosh, love, I love a good uh, bridal party. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for supporting the arts. <laughs> Let's see. Then then we come to the gamer, which is, I think, one that's hard to classify. They In the community college, they call it the rebel um, they mm. call it uh, the person who peruses the used section in a record store. Oh, person that's who works kind of a monster. I don't know. Like, um, I'm thinking of like, I don't know, like Nico Pecans, which is a very Seattle reference, or like yeah. mm-hmm. one of the ones that you know the the what is it kind of drag. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure how to. Yeah, that's a tough one to to reskin. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the art queen. Well, we do have like one called an artist coming up. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. So these are like these are so um, like perfect for like the the kind of drag that we often see in Seattle. Frankly, yeah. that, the, the rebel. The, the, oh yeah, the rebel. That's kind of yeah. A we good could one. just call it the yeah. rebel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like or the um, what's the kind of like the Kuchibanaka style? It's kind of like the monster drag. Oh, uh, well, I guess there's a a very archaic term for it, so I'm not going to say it. Okay, so yeah, we won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like, is there is there like I don't know? Is, does a pageant queen fit in here someplace? Like, uh... Yeah. If, is there an archetype that is not represented uh, that you feel would be more appropriate to represent? Rebel could be a lip sync assassin. Ooh. Ooh, the assassin. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Kind of like a roguish, like, she'll sneak up on you and she'll slay you because she knows she's, like the, the sink is real tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she's got, like, one specialty. You know, like, don't ask her to dance. Uh, <laughs> don't ask her to make anything. She can stand and deliver a fierce lip sync. And Just like the movie. <laughs> I I love that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put assassin in there. <laughs> and then, finally, we have the artist archetype. They also, like in the record store, it's the person in bringing in like DIY records and whatnot. Uh, you know, this is somebody who's like kind of crafty and uh, pageant queen. No, that's is like that... the art queen. I feel like that's the yeah, the pageant queen's the one. Like, n- no shade again, but like, I feel like she's the one who's like spending a lot on her dresses and her wigs mm-hmm. and like really styling it. 
Like that's what pageant is to me. I don't, that doesn't feel like DIY or like I made this wig out of cardboard. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what that would be. I mean, like Freya, that is like kind of your aesthetic. I remember when we first doing Queens of Adventure, um, you made a dress out of paper. Like I did. <laughs> Ooh, dress out of paper. But okay, to be perfectly fair, it was just a reused dress made out of paper that I uh, used for my RuPaul's Drag Race audition tape. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. I mean, I made it for other things. For you other still things, but I just made a dress out of paper. I feel like. And it was my second one. It was actually uh, the one that I made the year prior was way cooler than that one. I thought you were going to say that it was like you reuse like your taxes or something. Like it was like actual paperwork that you just turned into a dress. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I don't know. This art queen. I burn my tax paperwork. What are you talking (laughs) about? No, that's a number. Yeah, and we can always throw this out and What about like a gag queen? Like comedy queen. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. I love it. Okay. Okay. So those are our classes. Um, So pick uh, between those one that you feel fits you best, or or not fits you best, like one that you'd like to play as a character, uh, and then we'll get into assigning your stats. I um, am surprising myself by being into the beast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, mm. I kind of want to be the bodyguard, the bouncer. I hate being the leader. Into it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, nobody has to be the leader either. Like you can just be operating without a leader, which is maybe how your uh, organization is so haphazard. We're a, an, a drag anarcho syndicate. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> it's a co-op. Um, you're like pirates. Assassin. You all have to put knives in the table when you agree to something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I will take lip sync assassin. Mm. Ooh, ooh, yes. I'm guy. Woo girl kind of sounds fun. Um, Step into their shoes. Understand them more. I'm more like funny looking than funny talking. So I'm not really <laughs> like a comedy queen. Um, I don't. I could be. I don't know. I am kind of like. A, You're a theater girl, girl. Your outfit yesterday. Come on. Okay. I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind not going to choose it for you. But. I'm like theater artsy. I don't know. Mm. You're multi-classing. <laughs> I like if I had to. I think I, I'd put you in like artsy. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. that's when I think of Butelino Kipple. I think um, way more artsy. Yeah. What, what, what do we call that one? Should I just put it in under the? Um, I, I think that I think we called that the theater queen. That, okay. that was like the the nerdy sort of like you know a lot of stuff. I think that works. Okay, yeah, yeah. That okay, you've, you've got that. like sort of an encyclopedia of very um, esoteric information. Uh, mostly useless. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, don't don't we all have mostly useless information? <laughs> so with that, we can assign our stats here. For your stats, you have eight points to spend between uh, the three: hearty, brainy, and savvy. Uh, Hardy is also going to affect uh, how much stress you can take, which is basically like your hit points. But Hardy is, you know, anything physical that you would have to do. Brainy is obviously what you would use for for knowledge, uh, thinking things through, uh, that sort of aptitude. And savvy is anything that would have to do with social interaction. Mm. in this universe and in this game, uh, magic is also a thing, and various types of magic might have to do with the different stats. Mm. Um, because we're making up sort of like a drag, drag queens fight monsters universe, like we can decide which elements of drag are like casting spells. I think like a good lip sync is kind of like its own spell oh, that yeah. would be cast and whatnot. Um, so you can decide between those what you think your character would have, and you know, just being aware 
aware that like some of this might affect your ability to do magic and other cool stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But once again, that's hardy, brainy, and savvy. Each one of those needs to have at least one point uh, and, n- and can have no more than four total, but otherwise you can spend those points however you like. All right. Well, I'm going to load up on a hardy, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a real hardy bouncer. Yeah, I feel like hardy and savvy uh, sound pretty important to me. Yeah, I think uh, so. You're yeah. Um, I'm gonna like definitely like dump as much as I can into Hardy, and then I, I might just do like one for Brainy. <laughs> uh, I'm doing uh, three Hardy, three Savvy, two Brainy. I actually did the math on my own and pretty quickly this time. <laughs> Wait, do we all have low brain? <laughs> I know. I'm I think, kind of okay with that. I, I kind gonna, of love it. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to. Who needs brains when you're beautiful? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You just did one to, to Brainy. Yeah. Matt. Yep. Okay. Gosh. I so does want... that make me the smartest one? <laughs> Very well made. <laughs> Which is Maybe. a departure from actual life. Let's be real. There are two ways that we solve oh problems here. <laughs> being hot and being fucking strong as hell. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. I, th- I think I'm going to do, yeah, three to Hardy, two to Brainy, and three to Savvy as well. Um, so then the next thing that we have to do is come up with talents. Now, uh, talents are things that will supplement uh, your stats conditionally. They're, they're things that you're good at. Like if you were to take dancing as a talent, like you might uh, be in a situation where you have to recall how certain dance steps work and you might be using brainy for that. But because you know so much about dance, it kind of supplements your lack of brains. Um <laughs> or, uh, you know, you, you could be in a situation where you actually have to d- have a dance battle and that's then using your hardy stat. Um, mm. So the a question that I have, because this is a very open system, there are no real pre-prescribed talents. So I would like to know what three things, just general, Ooh. like one word categories, you think your character would have talents uh, in. Walking, duh. <laughs> <laughs> now you mean like doing like a walk, like a, a walk. runway yes. walk. Okay. okay. Walk. Not just like, like not just not, not, right. be able, not just being able to like walk and shoot down at the same time, but like <laughs> strut. <laughs> strut. Okay, strut. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, and, and you, everybody can have different talents. Um, um, not do, how many do we get each? You each get three. Okay, awesome. Mm, I feel like crafting would be like a, you know, like mm-hmm. being able to yeah. con- like construct things, uh, you know, almost like being an armorer, but with like hot glue. I love it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like this is this is borrowing from D and D, I guess, but intimidation, like oh, oh yeah. yeah, reading, yeah, so Ooh. useful. <gasps> Yeah, at the door, like people are trying to get in, and yeah, I can I can clock them, and um, if they're like trying to like sneak into the club or whatever, no, I'm too scary. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to cause trouble, and so we do like three a piece, three a piece, three a piece. Oh my goodness! Oh, just like a random ass talent talents that we just yeah talents that you come up with that like oh this might be interesting for for this character. I would definitely take like uh, like a dancing talent, you know, like mm. movement dancing. Love it, you know. I feel like it's almost it could be almost like a martial art too. You know, <laughs> I love that. Yes, <laughs> I put down strutting, twerking, and reading. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what? Is, so I'm trying to think of like how to phrase this, but like I, I think of a good bouncer as um, being able to 
detect threats? Like, how do, I, I'm not sure, like, what I would, um, perspicacity, but that, like, that's, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, Insightful. It, but that, it's so, like, it conflicts with, like, mm. not being brainy at all, I feel. I, but, I mean, it, that's not a conflict that is despite the fact Ooh, that you're not brainy, yeah, you're very yeah. good at this one thing. It's also okay. like a street smarts kind of thing, yeah. you know, like Wiley or something. Yeah, like you know? an instinct for, mm-hmm. for danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just putting down instinct work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, when danger is near, like, my, my ears prick up. Got pointy mm. ears. I, Your I don't know sense. if we're like if we're in like the real world or whatever. But my what? My Your ma- Maddie sense. My Maddie sense. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll answer that question oh, okay. of whether or not we're in the real world in a second. <laughs> okay. Are we are we ever in the real world? <laughs> Is there a real world? Um, okay. We all we all get a text from the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I I don't know like fortitude or something like just like can't be pushed like if somebody tries to like get me out of the way i just like it's like pushing a i don't know like trying to knock over a fire hydrant or something like it takes a truck to knock to knock the bouncer over Ooh, mm. trying to think of what that would be <laughs> beef <laughs> where's the thickness. beef oh, right. thickness. Ooh, oh. thickness. Yes. with we a are, q Thickness with a Q. (laughs) We are down with the thickness. Perfect. (laughs) Intimidation, instinct, and thickness. Oh, love it. Into that. This is honestly my type. I feel like a... (laughs) (laughs) Same. You should always want to make out with your character. I mean, self-love is important. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like like persuasion or, you know, Mm. like charisma, if that was like a talent, you know, like getting people to... You know, so I, I think we'd have to be a little bit more specific than general charisma because that uh-huh. sounds an awful lot uh, like the savvy core stat is oh, what it's gotcha. supposed to do. Okay, so yeah. there's an aspect of charisma or like mm-hmm. maybe seductive, or like reading the crowd. Mm. Like you know, you can read a room and like really like um, win them over. I'm not oh, sure. I like, feel like that. seduction mm-hmm. is a really good word. I love that for you. Okay, she's a theater seductress. <laughs> if I knew how to like Eartha Kit growl, I would totally do it. But instead, it sounds like uh, Chewbacca choking oh. or drowning when I do it. So we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. But just imagine, like Chewbacca as a seagull, uh, but on a bad day with a cough. Yeah, yeah, while being drowned and choked oh. to death. <laughs> Apologies to fans of drag icon Chewbacca. <laughs> I mean, they were uh, at uh, con, I think, a couple years ago in like pastel pink, blue, and green. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was oh the yeah, color coded so Wookiees. Mm-hmm. I think Lumpy is Chewbacca's mother. That's if you, <laughs> you're looking for like a, like a drag icon, uh, a Wookiee drag icon. I think her name is Lumpy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's a deep cut the... from the Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope, never heard of her. <laughs> Okay, uh, so once you have the talents, uh, you will assign points to them as well. Uh, you have four points total. Mm. It does specify that you need to have at least one in each. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, I think I'm going to, like, I just really want to be, like, a physical character. So I'm going to do, you said we have... Four to assign to these three? Yes. Four points. Okay, so. Can we use, like, fractions? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, this is not a fraction-focused game. Whole numbers. So this basically means, like, two two of your skills get one point, and one of them gets two. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm going for the thickness. 
(laughs) (laughs) Gotta be thick. Mm. I want my character to basically like take up the entire door frame and then just like slowly step aside. It's like the um, it's like the boulder in front of the cave. The the gorilla from Cats Don't Dance. (gasps) I've never seen Cats Don't Dance. Get out of here. Those those cats don't dance. They're they're no cats of mine. <laughs> yeah. Darla Dimple's security guard, the giant gorilla. Ooh, Darla. Yeah. Oh. All right. I think oh, I'm she's gonna... the evil character. Oh, oh. 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 Uh, Spoiler I'll... alert. Yeah, she's the uh, she's the Shirley Temple uh, like archetype of this like cartoon movie, but she's actually the dimple, the the villain. Okay, mm. I'm having so much trouble imagining the Shirley Temple she's also gorilla. Blunt. Ooh, it's I'm a not. Disney cart. Is it a Disney cartoon? Sure. Am I the only person who knows this movie right now? Uh, mm. Unfortunately. Wait a minute. Yeah. Isn't that Oliver and Company? No. What? Okay. I don't know where she's from, but now I pick. I can picture her in my head. This is one of those weird Don Bluthy ones. Like I think it is probably. A it wasn't yeah, very okay. popular, but mm. it was around that. Like it's from the Rockadoodle Averse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, actually, the Rover maybe. Dangerfield. <laughs> Pencil, thank you. And other movies nobody likes or has heard of. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was the one? Oh, Cool World. Is that the one? The really weird, Ooh, like oh, with yeah. the with the hot. Uh, yeah. Am I like totally making this up that Brad Pitt was in that one? It's like Brad Pitt is a live action character inside. See, now I have to get my phone. <laughs> yeah, no, there's just like this very strange. Now it's like all blurring in my head with like the um, Space Ace and Dragon, Dragon Mancer, Dragon Quest, whatever that one. What, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I'm just like throwing out references to things that no one's ever heard of, which is like the best kind of radio. It's what I used to listen to on my way to work. Are we going to need to come up with a name for the club? <gasps> yes, we are. We're going to need to create the club and. Well, Booty and the Hoefish is taken, so. (laughs) We've been, yeah, so, like, that initially, Booty and the Hoefish was the name of the drag troupe of Queens of Adventure um, that was chosen sort of, like, as a one-off, just like a little joke, and then we kind (laughs) of stuck with it. Yeah, we've gotten stuck with a lot of our (laughs) one-off things that we just, like, pulled out of our butt. Uh, that poor Pomeranian. Okay, uh, as as the monster, uh, th- there are a couple other things that you get. You start the game with an item that can be used as a, a, a it is a blunt object that can be used as a weapon, uh, but would not be out of place in your setting. A mm. microphone. Yes. All right. Okay. So you you start the game with a microphone. I love it. You also have the ability glory. If something would cause you to take your final stress, you may immediately perform one action before succumbing. Mm. Um, oh my! Is it a glory hole? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, then push. If you're performing a physical action, you may spend a stress uh, to perform immediately a second physical action. Um, Ooh, okay. So it allows you to go twice, but you. Take damage for it. Okay. Um, then for the art queen, uh, we've got, uh, you start the game with, ooh, it says a backpack with something nerdy in it, uh, typically. Ooh. So, uh, you know, this in your kit, you've got like something kind of special and nerdy. What what would it be? Mm. It would be uh, definitely like a rhinestone purse. Mm-hmm. Uh, plastic rhinestones, hot glued, of course. 
with uh, what do I have in my hmm. purse already? <laughs> I, I, I kind of like the idea. To me, nerdy could could also mean collectible. Like this could be like I don't know a, a, a bit of drag history in some way or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Like, uh, Oh, I have a lock of Kylie Minogue's hair in my purse. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, I, I like. I, I want to know the story about behind how you got the hair at some point. Yeah, like, me too. She was the... eating at a restaurant in the middle of Seattle, and <laughs> Beautyline just happened to be the server. <laughs> and you had some scissors in your pocket, and you're just like, <laughs> she's eating. I think that was the tip that was left. Was oh, the lock of hair. oh my like, God. I know this is more valuable <laughs> to you than gold. Yes. <laughs> I shall bestow this blessing upon you. But it Um, still won't pay your rent. (laughs) (laughs) Then your other abilities are mind over matter. Uh, When determining your stress limit, uh, you can use your brainy score instead of your hearty if you would like. Uh, Because this is a group that has decided not to be brainy, (laughs) that is probably not advisable. Uh, Then for a special action... uh, this is called derivative. If another player casts any spells in this game, you can cast the same spell once using your brainy score without a particular talent for it. To me, this is maybe too deep. In, in comics, there is a character who can just by looking at people like copy their moves or whatever. Mm, I just yeah. like the idea that you got this analytical mind and you can easily like, oh, I could do that act. Oh, yeah. It's like learning choreo, you mm-hmm. know, or just like, yeah, I got that. Watching a Lady Gaga video and doing all the choreography verbatim. Mm-hmm. Then finally for our assassin. So it was originally made for the table topper that we kind of reskinned here. Uh, so I will say, because it says a bag of t- polyhedral dice and a binder full of trading cards. But to me, uh, this just means that you have a kit that is like designed for the specific thing that you do. Now, if it's like lip syncing, like what things would you need to always be able to hit a lip sync out of the park? Like certain music or... I mean, a bag full of lyrics is written down. (laughs) Like a book of lyrics. Like a tome that has like... Every uh, single lyric imaginable. What about like a a mobile like... Mobile device? uh, Mobile mobile like speaker or something like anywhere you could lip sync. Yeah. 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 All right. So so we got a boom box for you. Then your talent is as the assassin, you are able to cast spells. Work. So uh, mm. there is magic in this universe and uh, you can use it. You also have advantage on a failed test. You may re-roll a number of dice equal to your savvy score if you should desire, uh, which is three. Yeah, pretty. That's pretty valuable. Mm. Uh, cool. So with those, uh, we have created our characters, and now it's time to think about this world. And I think one of the questions that we should start out with is, is this the real world, or is this a like... Fantasy. Just fantasy. <laughs> yeah. And Caught in where do we lie life. on that spectrum? No escape from reality. Hmm. I don't know. Like, if we're using... You said it was like sort of Buffy plus... What was the... Uh, Buffy plus Empire Records. Buffy I don't know. Mm. I, I think like the, the Buffyverse feels like a good... Kind of like, it seems like the real world, but monsters pop up every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like werewolves bad CGI. and vampires. Or do we want to like push it a little further and be like, yeah, people know that there's magic and it's just like a common thing. And, you know, oh, yeah, sometimes people just have skills that like are sparkly. Yeah. I kind of like the secret aspect where oh, like we, you yeah. have to keep it mm. in like 
almost like charmed where you had to keep them mm-hmm. secret or else everyone dies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like nobody understands that drag queens are the only thing preventing us from like monsters overwhelming society. And it's very we real. constantly save the world but get absolutely no credit for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except yep. from the audience. <laughs> and definitely no health insurance. <laughs> we knew the job was dangerous when we took it. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, so with that, uh, let's talk about this club a little bit. Does anybody have like a name for, for the club that they'd want off the bat? Or do we want to learn more about it before we dig too deep into how the club actually works? Oh, like Flames or something. Oh, I kind of like that. Wait, <laughs> was that literally? Well, no, Bronze was a club from, from Buffy. I was like, was that literally the club from, from Buffy? <laughs> no, it is not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's, I think Flames is... Uh, fun I, i'm kind of into like putting that in and and then like talking it over and being like right, let's see if we like that still yeah. fits mm-hmm. okay yeah. um so i designed a game called coffee shop au where you're supposed to take like your D characters or whatever and put them in an alternate universe where they like run a coffee shop or something like it uh but to do that you had to pick assets and problems for it so I, I of these assets, what do you like? This club has a great location. This club is very mm. popular. This mm. club is deeply beloved within its community, or this club is perceived as very cool. Ooh. Can we only pick one? You only get one. Mm. Uh, we can either make it popular or in a good area. But if it was popular, how would we be able to like kill monsters? I yeah, I, I think like good area like that sort of like not to not to go back to the Buffy well again, but like being close to a Hellmouth or like just yeah. being in a yeah, place sure. where. Mm-hmm. mysterious things happen location 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 <laughs> okay okay so you're you're in a good area um now we have to pick one problem and two antagonists uh so mm. your problem could be that you are financially insecure the place is falling apart at the seams the place is technically illegal <laughs> or Great. protested by the community Ooh. I like technically, technically illegal. Technically illegal. Yeah. I'm definitely uh-huh. down for that. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yeah. Well, well, what What is the illegal thing that is like a problem for your place? Is it's it? 1960s and cross-dressers aren't a thing. Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, um, or like, uh, I think it'd be funny if it was like a permitting issue or something. That you too. know, yeah, like, what if, never like the a, liquor license yeah. has been expired for. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not supposed to. We exist. meant to get around yeah. to it. Yeah, there's just there's no. It's Which reminds me, outside. I have to like renew the tabs on my car. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that's it. That like it is completely unpermitted. And like, if the authorities even had a inkling that it existed, they'd be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> you, you can't do this. this. Right? This is a Wendy's." <laughs> 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 oh my god is it like an abandoned like it's just like a fast food restaurant oh that we found <laughs> yes just absolutely. open it up in a great area yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like a starbucks location that nobody knew closed <laughs> it did oh close and you like moved in oh it just gosh. closed we moved in and everyone just assumed we were supposed to be there you yes. just wrote flames over the sign right. it's like yes <laughs> okay perfect god uh, perfect. And you've got two antagonists. This we could go a little bit abstract with. There's a rival business, uh, greedy investors, ornery customers, unsympathetic authorities, uh, your own incompetence or bad luck. Oh, those all sound very good. <laughs> ornery customers definitely seems appropriate. I think I like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like some of them are um, monsters that are just like mean, but they're like our regulars. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe like not all monsters are bad, and like you perform for monsters mm-hmm. often. <laughs> it sounds like my real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's a monster, but a really good tipper, so mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah, they eat people, whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, she tips me five bucks every number. <laughs> what, are you going to tell her to leave? Right. She brings a stack of fives. What do you want? It's a stack of fives. <laughs> and she flat irons them before. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, okay, so wait, we have to pick two from this, Yeah, right? so there's okay. ornery customers. So mm-hmm. I love some of your customers are just monsters yep. <laughs> as part of it. Yep. Unsympathetic authorities kind of sounds applicable mm-hmm. uh, for running an illegal pop up drag bar. Yeah, yeah, Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> although like if they're if they're unsympathetic and they're like they know about, maybe we're bribing mm. them or something. Like, oh yeah, they're not. They don't like that we're there, but we like slip them a little bit, and they're like, or oh, like we on. keep like the monsters at base. Oh, that. like yeah, you know, the cops know about monsters, but like. They're like, let the drag queens handle it. Yeah, right. right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that, yeah. That's kind of like the only way it sounds like we could stay in business. Right. Without, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're not supposed to be there, but um, they can't handle the monsters, and we can. So we've got this uneasy alliance, or uneasy yeah. truce. We can't handle the monster of paperwork. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the one. It's the one monster we can never slay. Yeah. Paperwork. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so let's dig in more. First of all, what business did you take over uh, and and convert into a drag club? Like the minute it closed, seized in there illegally. What if it was? This is this is terrible. What if it was a bowling alley and we just like wrote over like it said something lanes and we wrote flames yes. over the lanes on the sign? Yes. Oh my god. This is the stupidest reason for it to be a bowling alley. But I also kind of like that it's a bowling alley because you've got all those like mysterious gears and machinery like and in the guts. Oh, and the lights. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a drag bowling. Oh comes, my god. It already comes with a bar. Yeah, and they yeah. used to do blacklight bowling, so we've already got the lighting we, plot we need. I and and like the that. sound system. Oh my God. And runways, like for <gasps> the bowling lanes, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, yep. <laughs> Done. That was, that was incredible. That was I brilliant. love that. That's beautiful. You should be like a writer, Matt, I think. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. And I, I want to know, like, has it been there, and how long have, like, y'all known about the monster thing? Um. Let's just say we've always known about the monster thing. Like as soon as we started doing drag, it's something mm-hmm. that happens. Um, and then like, oh, that's something that your mama tells you about. Yeah. You just yeah. like your like, drag mama. Like, <laughs> you're applying the makeup. By the way, sweetie, there's going to be a Dracula in the front row. <laughs> Don't that you worry. have to kill. <laughs> um, but how long would this thing would would have been open? I mean, I'm of two minds. Like that, it could either have been something that like was open just as we were like getting into drag and this is like how we established our, ourselves in our house was that we took over this bowling lane and like created something from scratch or it's something more like eternal and like nobody knows how far back it goes like it's just been here and there's like lore and legend about like the founding of the of flames but no one really knows like where it actually like somewhere deep in like the the forties or fifties, it it just oh. started up, and generation after generation, it's been like no one actually remembers it being a bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah, which makes sense with like, oh, it's been that thing so long, we're not yeah. really looking into the permitting mm-hmm. or like, yeah, almost like grandmothered in, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, 
I like that because it like it makes it, it it gives a good like hook into there being like I don't know like forgotten basements and catacombs or whatever mm-hmm. like uh, you know how bowling alleys have catacombs. Uh, <laughs> Every yeah. bowling alley yeah, has, has a, a bunch cat- of bones beneath it. <laughs> I mean, there's a Dorian Corey closet everywhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Who knows what's inside the machinery? Yeah, no, but the, like there's there's like bits of history here and there that nobody's like uncovered yet. Mm-hmm. And we kept the dusty balls. We, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, dusty balls. Oh, oh she. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage. Dusty, dusty balls. balls. <laughs> yeah, she's. Uh, oh my god. She works behind the bar. I don't know. She's the ball polisher or something. Oh my yeah. Is there like one lane that still functions as bowling? Like, I think, yeah. Why not? Oh my gosh. Everything else is a runway or dance floor, but there's one lane where you can still bowl. So yeah, if it's been around forever, then y'all aren't even the first people to like operate this place. Mm-hmm. You're just like the most recent crop of, mm-hmm. of folks. There's like a long history. I, I think a lot there are some bowling alleys that have like those pictures of people on the wall who have yeah. done like perfect three hundred oh. games or whatever. So you've got you've got like the reigns of former queens mm-hmm. up on those walls. Yeah. Uh, instead absolutely. of turkey winners, you know, instead of turkeys, it's the drag queens of yore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got that decoration up i, I want to know more though about the interior decoration of this place like what's it look like what's this aesthetic i imagine that this this isn't the sort of pristine polished like fresh drag clubs opening up in the city this has kind of got that roscoe's feel like it's been a while so maybe it's a little bit grungy but it's like grungy with love yeah mm. uh-huh hmm yeah, I like that. Like, uh, it hasn't been renovated since like the late seventies or something, <laughs> you know. But yep. it, where it's like so dated that it's kind of not. It's anymore. come back around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. There's like just renovations have been like nailing like plywood over something that's broken. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, like I feel like eighties would be a better. Ooh. You know, it's come back around kind of like styling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like that was the last time it was renovated. I like, yeah, that there's like a lot of like 80s, like neon decor. Yeah. And bowling was huge in the 80s. So that oh, yeah. makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. I love it. So yeah, there, there's a lot of neon. It's not quite that early 90s, 80s where you've got those soft colors. It's just kind of that harder edge mm-hmm. uh, 80s, which is neat. Wood paneling. Oh my god, does that mean that it probably was originally called Electric Lanes and now it's Electric Flames? <gasps> oh, yes! Electric Flames! I love it! Whoa. Yeah! Uh-huh. Electric Flames! <laughs> electric Flames is very, very fucking good. Um, so, since you all kind of like run the club together, do you have a boss? Or is it this anarchic collective that we were talking about earlier? Hmm... Hmm. We I, I, maybe this doesn't work if there is like a sort of an absentee boss who like checks in now and then, kind sort of, of like, like a Charlie. A tr- yeah, exactly. Uh, like the uh, voice uh, comes to us and we don't know exactly. Yeah. Ooh, <gasps> mother. It's just mother. That's who mother is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hello, mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like missions come oh, to us God. from her or a mother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just from like, oh my God, uh, from shoots. Like little like letters and shoots. Oh my god, yes. Oh. Yeah, like the, the, and it's just signed mother. Like those bank things. Mm-hmm. What, what, yeah, yeah, the air tubes. Mm. And we don't know where the tubes go. God. <laughs> or yeah. like they just you'll open the refrigerator and there's a fucking like. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's a little like letter in a tube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, you've got those vacuum tubes 
Holmes from yeah. Mother. Love it. They're all over the club. It makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It feels like they're there sometimes and then not other times. It's yeah. weird. When you need them. And then what kind of role does everybody have in the club? Like, what's your specific job? Be the bartender. Um, man, I feel like you'd be the, the bouncer. I'm the door, yeah. Maybe I'm the booker. Because I've got, yeah. got like the theater art queen with like connections and stuff. I know? love that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so with that, I want y'all to name your characters. Mm. Oh, this is the hardest part. It is I know, right? Very difficult. Gosh. I know. It's like you like I spend like every day thinking of drag names every other second. And then when it comes time to pick <laughs> another one. <laughs> right. And I've already all... I've already used up two of them and both of them are my real name. Well, <laughs> will be anyway. Uh Bunsen Burner. <gasps> Did you say Bunsen burner? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Welcome like to the, the stage. <laughs> oh, Dr. Bunsen Dr. Honeydew. Bunsen yeah. Honeydew. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're oh. right. I'm thinking like the flames and I'm like Bunsen the bouncer. Or, but mm-hmm. like, no, I, I, great, great. We yes. call her Bunny. Bunny. Uh, <gasps> yes. Yes. Okay. The bouncer's name Bunny. Full oh name my Bunsen burner. God, that's mm. good. Oh my yeah. gosh. A tank named Bunny. <laughs> I'm trying to think this of This is like... Bunny. You do not want to fuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oh, can I just be called Pickled Back? <laughs> you know, uh, Whiskey Pickleback? Mm. I mean, hell yeah. There are no rules here. Perfect. My name is, uh, you can call me Whiskey. I love it. Whiskey. Full love name, it. Whiskey Pickleback. Um, Hard H in that. Whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. I think they just call me Bootsy. Bootsy. Yeah. Yeah. So we got these bootsies Bunsen were made burner, for bootsy. booking. These boots were made for booking. <laughs> hey heroes, it's James, your game master, and welcome to the mid-roll. And heroes help us celebrate our newest podcast on the network, Shattered Sky. Shattered Sky is a new cipher system program run by Lauren Bond, who you might know as Random Tuesday. We're extremely excited about our premiere, and there are a lot of great episodes coming your way. So please head to your nearest podcast app, type in Shattered Sky, and subscribe. And if you enjoy what you hear, please tweet about it and tell as many people as possible. Before we get back to the show, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon. Patrick J. Sklar. Thank you. Lane Zah, thank you very much. Sean Troy, thank you so much. Isaac Gilmore, thank you. Katie J, thank you very much. Josh, SorterSorcery.com, thank you. Randolph Picow, thank you so much. And let me know if I got that wrong. Reston Lovell, thank you so much. David Balsiker, thank you so much. Chris Bobeck, thank you very much. Kieran, thank you so much for your support. Chris Glinsky. Thank you very much. Robert Zakes. Thank you. Liz Novoski. Thank you very much. Jensen Schuer. Thank you. Michael Schmidt. Thank you very much. Claire J. Vanette. Thank you. Lakeisha Moore. Thank you very much. And Darren Ford. Thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports the network through Patreon. Without you, it would not be possible to make shows like this. You pay our editors, our web team, our creatives, and people like me who make the network run behind the scenes. We wouldn't even have microphones to record these shows without you. And those microphones and that money help us make the things that we love. And for that, we could not appreciate you more. 
So please, if you enjoy what you're hearing, head to patreon.com slash one shot podcast, browse our backer levels and sign up to support us with you. We'll make amazing things. And with all of that out of the way, we'll get back to the show. With that, I think we're ready to begin. I want to call it 4 p.m. Oh, what city is this? Is there a particular city or are we just going to call it generically the city? Mm. I kind of want to just call the city downtown. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we open up downtown. This is a good location. So there's like decent foot traffic around here. Uh, the, you know, there, it's an area where maybe there are some tourists that go by occasionally. It's 4 p.m., which means it's just dark enough outside for the neon lights outside of electric flames uh, to be bright and visible against the sky. As we zoom in, we see this bygone era aesthetic where uh, this renovated bowling alley has a little bit of the bowling accoutrement in it still. Uh, Mm. There are some pinball machines in the corner. Uh, There are uh, one or two lanes that are still functional. There is a big stage with a catwalk that has chairs lining either side of it. Uh, There's a neat bar with like a little bit of that 80s streamlined aesthetic that we all know and love. And there are three people in here sort of getting ready for the day. Uh, What is everybody doing kind of to prepare for the onslaught of uh, fun and performance that's going to show up later on tonight? I'm cleaning bottles, stocking the bar. Does your character look like? What does whiskey wear when they are not fully done up? Oh, I was already done up. Oh, <laughs> I was, I'm already imagining myself like fully like here I am. I'm in drag behind the bar. 4 p.m. Show start at eight, but I gotta look good. As long <laughs> as I'm awake, I'm gonna look good. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what what is what is the outfit du jour? Oh, I'm probably wearing like short shorts, stripper heels, um, uh, a shredder type of tank top, and uh, yeah. So a little bit of a hack slash vibe. I like it. Uh, So you're there like cleaning up various glasses and whatnot, getting ready to tend bar for the evening. Uh, So the camera zips over to Bootsy. Bootsy, where are you? Oh, hello. Where am I? Uh, (laughs) So since it's the crack of 4 p.m., I just woke up. and Oh, it's in residence, too. Y'all live in this place. Love it. Yeah, it's a live-work situation. Mm -hmm. She lives in the catacombs. (laughs) (laughs) And being the art queen that I am, uh, I'm wearing sort of like a... Meza Margiela knockoff, which is actually just like a trench coat that I wore backwards and turned into a dress. <laughs> and what what are you doing preparing for the day? I'm mostly just like rubbing my eyes and like trying to make coffee and just like kind of trying to stumble around and put myself together. I've definitely got some like clerical work to do, but I may or may not get to it. <laughs> Very cool. And uh we the camera drifts over more looking at more of the aesthetic of this place uh we see some of uh the queens who have owned this place in the past like i like to think that 
most of the people who have been mother of this place, their main aesthetic was universal monsters. So like there's a bride of Frankenstein, there's a Dracula, there is a wolf person. Uh, There's just like all of these cool uh, aesthetics that we go over. Um, And we have like, I think, the current mother's aesthetic is like the invisible woman. <laughs> the funny thing is that I was totally thinking that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Great. So like when we get to the last picture, it just says mother labeled, but it's nothing. It's a- <laughs> oh, or there's like there's like a hat just like suspended yes. with it's like fascinating. it's a big oh, okay, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 it's yeah. a big like church lady like Sunday yeah. hat. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> um so that's there. And like there are flowers and tributes to each one. And then like we move down the line uh, and we get to see Bunny. What's Bunny doing? Bunny is preparing her microphone weapon for the evening. She doesn't like to use it unless she has to, but she's not afraid of, uh, you know, having like something to intimidate people. It's a, it's two mics on uh, cords and she's just like making sure that the cords are tight and the mics are clean. Uh, and she's like wrapping them around her forearm, like, um, like straps so that they're like, you know, oh, nothing's hell yeah. It's like yeah. <laughs> UFC gauntlet style. Oh my, oh my God. Yeah. And she's in like, she's got like her hair is a, it's long hair, but it's like, much too complicated braiding and plating and bun work up there. Um, and she's wearing, um, it's like an LBD, but it's a singlet. So <laughs> she's got like a little black singlet with, um, it just says bunny in like electric lettering, like spray, what is it, airbrush lettering across the front. Like it's a like a, like a wrestling look that she's got. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's bunny. Uh, so y'all are in the club getting ready for an evening. Uh, let's say there's an event that's going to be happening tonight. What is that event? Mm. It could be like a... Maybe it's like a pageant or something. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, totally, absolutely, it's like a competition. Um, Little Miss Runs. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, something to do with like electric flames or sparks or flames of the night pageant. <laughs> Spark plug. <gasps> Ooh, uh-huh. Miss Spark plug. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh. What's it, what would it be like a long, um, convoluted like pageant name? You know, or like. Miss Northwest Spark Plug mm-hmm. Continental plus at large plus <laughs> pageant. <laughs> Miss Northwest Continental at large plus pageant. Flames. <laughs> or maybe, flames. maybe downtown. We're speaking from oh, downtown. Where, where, yeah. Right. yeah, the downtown. The downtown. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That that poster, there's like some elaborate screen printing like that we see, like, or maybe not screen print, it's just printed out. Like we can see some flyers for that on the floor that like you're clearing away because like this is the night of the, the big uh, uh, pageant that you've got. While you're preparing for this, one of the ball return machines starts up without like any input from you. There's just that mechanical whirring and then there's a chunk, chunk, chunk. And then an object like spits out and slides onto the ball track. Um, and there appears to be a little note on top of it. Can anybody read? <laughs> ah! oh. Well, we're not very brainy, but um, I, can, I can hop over the bar, strut over to it, and uh, pick up the tube. Yeah, so uh, it, this actually isn't a tube. This appears to be a package wrapped in like some brown paper uh, tied with twine. There is a note on it from Mama that says, look after this for me, girls. Oh. And there's just mm. a little heart. What you got there? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sniff it. 
and just be like, <laughs> does it smell like anthrax? It, no. Okay. It smells old and leathery. Um, and My there's like is here. <laughs> a bit of like salt to it, uh, like reminiscent of the sea. But like, you know, when, when you get to a seashore and like all you can smell is like rotting seaweed, it's like that kind of sea. It's not pleasant. Gotcha. My stingray shoes came in. <laughs> smells like high tide. Yeah. Maybe we should throw it back. <laughs> Catch and release. We don't want right. it. Yeah, I don't know. Should we open it up and see what's in there or just like leave it as it is? I guess if mama thinks it's important. Just leave it or open it. Oh no, open let's, it. we gotta check this out. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull at the twine. Uh so you pull at the twine and it feels like there is a burst of air uh, that seeps into the room as soon as the packaging is peeled away. The brown paper is blown back, and there is a book there, bound in leather. It looks very intimidating. There's something about it that that calls to its presence in the room. Even though this club is full of different kinds of lights, like here, looking at the book, it feels like shadows fall upon it more easily. Or, you know, that neon pink lighting that, that that's so fun elsewhere in the room looks a little bit more red and intimidating around this book right here. Um, and it's something that you can't help but look at. Every time you look away from it, it's like it's calling you back. Mm. I mostly can't stop looking at it because, like, by bound in leather, I see like a like a bondage leather harness around it. Oh, you know, yes, like please. Studs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just can't. I can't, just can't look away. Compelling. <laughs> I mean, it's very ominous. Let's open it. <laughs> I thought you'd never. I thought you'd never ask, but you didn't ask. So you, you still haven't. <laughs> What's inside? I think when you open it up, there's that sort of like wine of many souls that enters the room. It's just like, oh, <laughs> um, what was that? <laughs> uh, you you look at it, and the first page is uh, written in a dark maroon ink. It just says, "Great power is held within these pages." Ooh, this is a page turner. <laughs> but beware Welcome to those to that seek it, because it will be found. Ooh. Cool. I feel like I've heard this quote before in a comic book somewhere. <laughs> found by who, I wonder? What's, uh, all right. TLDR. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, so do you want to continue reading? Oh, yeah, no, we're, we're turning the page. Yeah. Okay, Rad, uh, I would like... Checks from all of you, and hey, hate to tell you this, this is brainy for sure. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yeah, make a make a brainy check for me. And so this is we roll a number of d sixes equal to that stat, right? Yes. It, the The point is to roll a big pool of them. So grab oh. like whatever stat is, roll all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, bunnies rolled a five. All right. And you do like uh, do we say each um, one like uh, each die? individually yeah so so uh you got a two and a one over there i rolled a three earlier and i don't know what the hell that is oh so that is a six (laughs) so anything that is our logo is a six so you succeed um uh you like sort of i think bounce off it a little bit i think the the next page is full of like it it feels like it starts off in English, but very quickly as you're moving through the page, it's like you're halfway through the page and it's like, wait, this isn't English anymore. This is just symbols. Uh, 
it, it you're like bouncing off of it a little bit, but Bootsy, you're drawn in. Rolling a one makes the situation worse. <laughs> uh, so I think like there's a moment where uh, Bunny is like reading it. Whiskey, I feel like you bounce off first. You're like, this is nonsense. Uh, <laughs> and you sit back and you watch your friends read it for a while. And like there's a, a little bit of like, what the fuck? Why are you still reading? It's been gibberish for God knows how long in the page. You see Bunny snap out of it, and both of you notice that Bootsy is still deep in it. Girl. Mm. Girl. I mean, this is amazing. It, it reads like the phone book. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you you want us to leave you two alone or something? It may be, yeah. I just need, maybe need some hot cocoa. This is great. So what does it say? Yeah, I don't at? even know. <laughs> you want to uh, you want to like kick up your heels and like really dig in, or do you, do you, do you is this are you, are you a little concerned? I might, just, I might just take a table at lane four and just like hang out for a minute. Now, yeah. now whiskey, I'll say uh, because you did succeed, like you not only bounced off of it, but you probably bounced off of it with a bit of a danger reaction. For whatever reason, you got goosebumps. The hair on your neck is standing on end. Uh, something doesn't feel right about it to you. And I'm holding the book, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you all were because you were all kind of like yeah, reading it together. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, I think probably what sounds the strangest is that I'm reading a book in the first place. So that's like probably danger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of like danger. nudge whiskey. Like this isn't my card. <laughs> uh, can I just snap the book close and snatch it back? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's what I will do. <laughs> Did you like the shriek and the giggle from like what is it? What's the what's the Julia Roberts movie with the with the necklace? Which, oh, 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 oh my god! Oh. Yeah, Pretty Woman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. If there are two words that describe me, it's Pretty Woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back with more Minimum Rage and the Queens of Adventure next week. In the meantime, if you want more great gaming shows, check out some of the other programs we have on the One Shot Network. Like Character Creation Cast. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and Ryan Boatier create characters in multiple role-playing games with prominent guests from around the game's community. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in-depth in a different game with new guests each series. They always take the time to reflect on the game, its design, and what guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a great Session Zero every week. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And remember, this year is an election year, which means you need to make sure you're registered to vote. Most states allow you to register to vote online. And if you register now, there's still time to make your voice heard in your state primaries and caucuses. Be sure to make sure everyone else in your life is registered too, and if there's a candidate that you support in particular, you should contact their local campaign office and see if there's anything else you can do to support their candidacy. Remember, stay informed and stay involved. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. 
If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.